0: And welcome to Middle Church Online. I'm Natalie, I'm your digital minister. We're so glad that you've chosen to worship with us. Thank you so much for coming. Um, we have new members this Sunday, so let's get right into worship. But before we do, we would like to take a deep centering breath together. And let us worship God.
1: Okay, uh, she, Her, Hers, Brooklyn, New York.
2: Molly Delano, She, Her, Hers, Bronx, New York.
0: Yeah. Carrie Lynn Ticconi, She, Her, Hers, and in the process of moving from Boston. Uh, Jay Hedges, He, Him, His, Queens, New York. Natalie Eddings,
1: She, Her, Hers. Ruth Santana, She, Her, Hers, Bronx, New York. Sally Eckhoff, She, Her, her, hers, Stuyvesant Falls, and Brooklyn,
0: New York. Christina Withers, she, her, and hers. And we have some city in the McNamara, she, her, hers, Queens, New
3: York.
4: Zach Arkander, he, him.
0: Renee Axiotis, Akron, Ohio. Maureen Barkley, she, her, hers, from Anacortis, oh, Washington. Lord, you Kate so McEnany, she, no, her, hers. Know. And big, is there any place I can go where I can escape your spirit? If I make my bed in heaven, you there. Come!
3: must
1: middle, family. Hey, what's up? Oh, well, my name is Adrian Hurd. My name is Luton Tanner. And we have moved into the message for all ages. Today's sermon is about the movement. Mm -hmm. We are a family of movers. What does that mean? We We dance. dance. for a living. Yep. That means it's our job. Yeah. We dance when we're happy. We dance when we're sad. We dance to find peace. We dance to communicate with others and share our art and ideas that are in our heads. We knew Middle Church was a very special place when it asked us to create a dance for service. That's right. The whole family created a dance to the song, uh, Man in the Mirror. It was a celebration of communication through movement and how we affect each other. Teach each other. That's right. I learn from you. You learn from me. Yes. I learn from you. And you learn from me. I learn from you. And And you you learn from me. me. (laughs) And (laughs) And we we make something new. So how did we make this dance? Well, we started with a song and an idea. Mm -hmm
0: and yelling at us,
1: kids. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We choreographed, which means we make up movement to express our ideas and emotions. Yes, each one of us came up with a movement to teach one another. And being in the sanctuary to create the movement was very important. The space you create in is a big part of the creation. That's right. Now, just like at Middle, we share our own ideas to one another and then we are changed better than before.
0: Let us pray.
3: Siya hambe ku kan yen kwenkos. Siya hambe ku kan yen We are marching.
5: in the season of Lent. Join our new executive minister Daryl for a weekly Lenten Bible studies uh, Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time called Lift Every Voice on the Way to Fierce Love. Join us this Thursday March 4th at 7 p.m. for a candidate forum for Manhattan District Attorney and event Middle is co-hosting with numerous interfaith partners. And join us this afternoon for a racial justice teach-in led by Reverend Jackie and Reverend John Jenka. The class is free and open to all and begins at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in the Chat & Choose Zoom Room. Ushers are putting the registration link in the chat right now. Will you pray with me? You have turned my mourning into dancing. You have loosed my sackcloth and clothed me with greatness. Lord, as we try to grasp the unimaginable reality of 500,000 US COVID deaths, we take a moment to commemorate the dead and those of us who are left to mourn the dead. We recognize the disproportionate number of black and brown bodies affected by this pandemic. And we dare to imagine that even in this moment, you are with us. Lord, Ecclesiastes tells us of a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. You have turned my Morning into dancing, you have loosed my sackcloth and clothed me with greatness. Lord, remind us of the beauty of our black bodies, our female bodies, our queer bodies, our trans bodies. Lord, the very particularities that you have endowed us with. Lord, help us to love the skin that we are in so that we may always treat our bodies, our temples, and all other bodies with reverence and respect. You have turned my mourning into dancing. You have loosed my sackcloth and clothed me with greatness. Lord, may our dancing, may our movement, may our bodies be a sign to ourselves and others of your love come to us in human form in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ. You have turned my mourning into dancing. You have loosed my sackcloth and clothed me with greatness. In your many names we pray, amen. Now please join me in our Lord's Prayer. Pray it in the version you know it or Find the version in our bulletin and pray it with me. Ever-loving and holy God, hallowed be your name. Your reign come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the rain and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
1: My black is
5: loving. My black is supportive.
0: My black is holy.
5: My black
0: is ancient. My black is peace. Peace be with you, my family. Peace. That's gorgeous. Good morning, everybody. If you don't know me, I'm Jackie Lewis and I'm the senior minister here at Middle Church. I was thrilled to work with the worship team to put together a worship celebration full of dance. Um, made me think about how we are a movement for love and justice and that our worship is not static, that our life with God is not static. Will you please say a prayer with me? Holy one, your word, is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And as we seek to hear a word from you, a word for today and a word for tomorrow, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, God our rock and our redeemer, amen. Apologies friends if you're having any sticky video issues. I know some of us are. Listen now for a word uh, from God, from the book of Genesis, chapter 17. And I'll be reading verses 1 through 7, and then 15 and 16. It's a second covenant of uh, Abraham and Sarah. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. And I will make my covenant between me and you, and you will be exceedingly numerous. Then Abram fell on his face and God said to him, as for me, this is my covenant with you. You shall be the ancestor of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be Abram, but your name shall be Abraham. For I will make you the ancestor of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful and I will make nations of you and kings will come from you. I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and to your offspring after you. And I will give to you and to your offspring after you the land where you are now an alien, all the land of Canaan for a perpetual covenant. And now the last verses, 15 and 16. God said to Abraham, as for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her Sarai, but Sarah will be her name. I will bless her. And moreover, I will give you a son by her. I will bless her and she shall give rise to nations. Kings of people shall come from her. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said to himself, can a child be born to a man who is 100 years old? Can Sarah, who is 90 years old, bear a child? This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God, amen. There's a lot of naming going on in this text. God makes a renewed covenant, an updated covenant, if you will, to Sarah and Abraham. When we enter this text, when we enter this scene in Genesis, the promise of progeny has already been kept. God made a promise to Sarah and to Abraham that they, though old, would inherit land and have progeny, and they were infertile. And so... Abraham and Sarah kind of took it upon themselves to make Hagar, Sarah's maid, a handmaiden. They impregnated Hagar and she bore a child named Ishmael. God named Ishmael for Hagar. Before the baby was born, Sarah got annoyed, angry, frustrated, that Hagar was pregnant and put her out of doors. And Hagar goes into the wilderness and the baby, and she languished there until God hears their cries, sees their uh, plight. God rescues them, and Hagar, seeing God see them, names God El Roy, the God who sees. And God names Ishmael, I will hear, God will hear. A lot of naming going on in this text. Now God's updating this covenant. Um, Ishmael is already 13 years old and it seemed in the plan of God that it wasn't Ishmael who was supposed to be this promised baby, the one who would make the progeny. So God makes sure that God upstates the covenant and clarifies, I'm saying clarifies, for Sarah and Abraham that actually it's Sarah who's going to give birth to a child. Sarah now 90, Abraham 99. This is so funny to them, they laugh at God about this. But God keeps promise. And the God who keeps the promise introduces God's self to Sarai and Abram as El Shaddai. I'm gonna come back to that cliffhanger, El Shaddai. Interesting meaning. But as God renews the covenant, God is noticing, um, expecting, anticipating that Sarah and Abraham are changing. They are 13 years older than they used to be. They've moved in different spaces in life. They've learned new lessons in life. Ishmael has grown up with Hagar in their household, a teenage boy. I mean, life is moving. They're in a movement. Life is in motion. And as God commits to them, recommits to them to be their God, their God and the God of all their progeny, as God updates the covenant to say, in fact, Sarah will give birth to this boy. God renames them. God names them because they're on a journey and they're changing. Their circumstances are changing. So God renames Abram, which means father, to father of a multitude. You are going to be a father of so many nations. God renames Sarai, which means princess, to exalted mother or exalted woman. You are going to be an ancestor of of this nation, you and your partner. God is not sexist. In this updated covenant, God expects both of these people to lead, to to be promise keepers. And in the renaming, in the re-covenanting, God is changing the covenant, the promise, from one between God and these two people to God and all of their people, all of their progeny, to God and all of the people. God is going to be God to all the people. This relationship between God, Abraham and Sarah is not about an individual relationship. Their calling, their covenanting turns out not only to Jews, Muslims, and Christians who all name them as ancestors. But God turns the calling out, the covenant out to the whole world. The promise of life and liberty and justice and wholeness is a whole people promise from God to all the folks made through this old couple. Now, let me take us back to El Shaddai. I love this nerdy part of preaching where you get to do some exegesis and find out what things mean. Every time El Shaddai is in the English Bible, it's translated like God Almighty. But friends, the word Shaddai in Hebrew means breasts. Yes, it means breasts. Some people say it means mountains, but it actually means breasts. And when God is called El Shaddai, In the Bible, 12 times, 10 times in the Hebrew scriptures, the ones that are in Genesis are all about, guess what? New life. The ones in Genesis, the uses in Genesis of El Shaddai is about a way-making, nurturing, womb-like God that makes new life possible. So when God comes to Sarai and Abraham and says, I'm El Shaddai, God is in motion, God who introduced himself as I am who I am or I will cause what I cause, now introduces herself as El Shaddai, a nurturing, life-giving, female God on the move, in the movement the multiplicity of names for God, the ways God manifests God's self throughout time and history is why Middle Church says we are a movement of love and justice. We're in motion because God's in motion. We're transforming because God transforms. We change because God changes. God shows God's self out and up in new ways. And our job as human beings is to get in the program with God, to be ready for new revelations, new names for ourselves and for the holy, new ways of being community, new ways of healing the world. We are a movement of love and justice because God moves in and through us, moves us from entrapped to free, moves us to, from shackles to liberation, moves us from broken to healing, moves us from lost to found, From from blind to sight moves us from unwell to whole and healed because God is in the business of movement building. God sends this legacy, makes this promise to Abraham and Sarah and to their progeny, which is us. And we make that promise to our progeny, which is all the little people in our lives. When we think about movement and moving and we think about resolution of today's problems, we think about being like Luton and Adrian shared, like the boys shared in motion with God. And we want want to teach our little ones that they inherit God's promise for wholeness, for fruitfulness, for justice. Our little babies know how to move. And if we watch them when we lose ourselves and forget our way, they will show us what movement is all about. Like this.
3: (laughs) i <laughs> <laughs>
2: and moved by the artistic offerings and worship every week. Whether puppets or dance, dramatic readings or music, we try to make sure the art meets the word. That's a lot of joyful noise. And as you can imagine, it takes a lot to make that happen. I came to Middle about 12 years ago as a substitute accompanist for the gospel choir and went from playing a couple of times a month to joining the staff. I've been moved many times during my tenure from hearing the incredible artists playing the Marshall and Ogletree organ to the Manhattan Brass complete with timpani to jazz cats jamming rockers rocking out and hip-hop heads dropping dope lyrics in the sanctuary watching gorgeous dance listening to amazing readings and of course directing and playing with my brilliant band. So like I said It takes a lot to make these things happen, not just in person, which we can't do right now, but also virtually, which we've been doing and will continue to do. And you can help. Maybe you can sing, dance, play an instrument, or read a great poem. And if you can do those things, we'd love to know. But if you can't, that's okay too. Your offering can help with our offerings. Your gifts, big or small, are welcomed and honestly needed. There are lots of ways for you to give. Join us, become a member, give your financial gifts. Go to middlechurch.org forward slash donate and click the donate button. To support Middle Rising, go to middlechurch.org forward slash donate and click the donate button. Find us on Facebook and click the Donate button. Give via text message. Just text your gift amount to 917-924-4666. And you can find us on Venmo. Our handle is at Middle Collegiate Church. Listen, we need you and we need your gifts to help us continue to make a joyful noise.
3: Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make a change for once in my life, it's gonna feel real good, gonna make a difference, gonna make it right, as I turn up the car on, my favorite winter coat, this wind, is in my mind. I see, see the kids in, in the street. With not enough to eat, who, who am, I am I to be blind, blind pretending not to see their need? Uh-huh. A summer's disregard, uh-huh. a broken bottle top, and a woman's soul. Uh-huh. They follow each other. Of oh, a selfish kind of love, it's time that I realize that I'm with no home That I need to learn
0: Pray together now worship is where we organize it's where we grieve repent lament sing dance learn are challenged worship is where we give of ourselves of our time our talents and of our money we have worshiped together today And God, may all the ways that this community has given be glorified and be multiplied so that we can bring about your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you for these gifts. Use them to your glory. Amen.
6: Joyful, joyful Lord, we adore Thee, God of glory, Lord of love.
0: a God who is on the move, who makes promises that she keeps, who changes her mind and updates what God expects of us. God is faithful, God is creative, God is creating, God is in motion, that's why we're in motion together. And we are promised that we will participate in the well-making of God's reign on earth. Won't you move with me, middle family? Won't you move with me? Amen.